Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. This is episode 35 of the Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony, sitting right next to me, uh, as always, my pal DeQuincy. Welcome back. No singing this time, folks. No. <laughs> and, man, uh, this is what, our fourth episode in a row that we're talking baseball? I believe uh, so, yeah. Every time we think we're about to get a, a break and uh, start talking about other stuff, more baseball stuff happens. Like, it's this offseason has been probably one of the busy, uh, again, one of the busiest off seasons um, we've, you know, we've encountered in years. I mean, we're we're seeing a lot of signings. We're seeing a lot of trades that um, are actually meaningful. You know, these are actually these can actually have impacts on on a bevy of teams. You know, what I think this is it's that second wild card. More teams think they have a chance of making the postseason and uh, making a run like the Royals did. That's, I mean, that's what I think. There's so many teams that are going to be grasping, you know, to make the playoffs, you know. Yeah, for that one, that one, one shot. shot. I, I, and I love it. I mean, because, look at this, we, we have so, we've, we've got four episodes worth of material to cover baseball in December. I mean, you know, by this time, we would probably, had we been doing this podcast last year, we probably would have been, and this we, time of December, we got one. Yeah, we would have been like, uh, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Mm-hmm. Like an old dead married couple. Uh, okay. Um, and now we've got, I mean, we got stuff. <clears throat> and it looks like there's no end in sight. We're not even done. We spent, <laughs> you know, we're going to have the big podcast when uh, Scherzer finally signed somewhere. <laughs> Man, Scherzer. Um, who else is left, I think? That's about it. That's the big fish. That is the okay. So, so we've got well, we've got one more episode. It looks like <laughs> at least talk about more. before we uh, start looking at spring training and and, uh, and predictions and whatnot. <laughs> and that basketball podcast we've been talking about. Yeah, uh, it's coming, folks. It's coming. Uh, so let, let's get into it, man. I mean, we just in the past two days we've had five more signings um, and one blockbuster trade. I would say. Well, how would you define it? I would say it's just a big trade because big, big trade. there's three teams involved yeah. and a bevy of players at this point. Ooh, nice SAT word. I, I've, I've heard that word a couple of days ago, and I've been using it your, as much as I can. I'm I, stuck I, in your craw. Huh? It's been my word of the week so far. It's in my, my column that I'm working on uh, as well. So uh, let's jump right into it, man. Why don't you lead us off? All right. Let's start off with uh, the hometown signing. Uh, two days ago, Jet, uh, the Astros signed Jed Lowry, three years, $23 million, back in a Houston uniform, back playing shortstop. How do you for now. For now. That's true. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Keep. Um, I, you know what? I, I like the signing. Uh, he's an offensive upgrade way well over uh, Marlon Gonzalez. Or VR. Jonathan, Jonathan VR. VR. Um, VR still just has not developed the way that we were, you know, we were hoping. Uh, he's lethal on the base paths. Yeah, he's become like a base a, um, pinch runner now, and because he can't hit, and I think that for some reason uh, VR his hitting has followed him out into the field mm-hmm. to say because his fielding has just gone horrendous for the past what year, year and a half. Yeah, and so. It looks like at this point, it, you know, he will just be relegated to just, you know, a bench, a bench he's guy, a four A player. Yeah, um, someone that will, you know, 
you'll definitely be utilized more often uh, in those interleague games against National League teams mm-hmm. where, you know, there's more strategy involved, especially the later innings. Um, and then, you know, maybe if there's a blowout or something like going on, you know, uh, he'll, he'll get in the game. But um, I, I like I like the Lowry signing. <clears throat> um, I like the fact that the way it's structured, this is another, uh, I think this is the same thing they did with Gregerson, where his, uh, his salary decreases each year. Is it? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's eight and a half this year, seven and a half next year, and then six and a half the final year of the contract. I'm going to take your word for it. Um, I, right now, I don't know if those numbers add up to 23, but... Um, <laughs> Someone's out there with a calculator. <laughs> Wait a minute. Something is wrong here. No, they do. Again, they, they do. What was the numbers? What were the numbers again? Uh, eight and a half, no. seven and a half, and six and a half. No. So I think... It, it's either nine and a half or eight and a half, something like that. Okay, we'll go with that. But it's it's a diminishing, uh, you know, contract contract, uh, which which is good. I mean, especially if he doesn't pan out. Um, now, like you know, again, his bat. I mean, the guy, what ninety games that he played with us his first year, he yeah, already, he already had sixteen home runs. Yep, <clears throat> or ninety-seven games. He got injured, uh, but you know, if you translate that into a full season, I mean, that that's near, what, 30 home runs for a shortstop, which we've never seen anything like that, um, much less 16 home runs. I mean, he was on, he well was, on his way. He was on pace to break the Astros' single season home run record for a shortstop. Yeah, and, and man, I was excited, and then boom, he broke his wrist, I believe. Uh, no surprise. He yeah. had a knack of getting injured over his career. That's the only thing I don't like about this deal, that it's three years, and, you know, historically, he is injury-prone. He was hurt last year, uh, briefly. Um, he stayed healthy in 2013. He played 154 day- games. He did. But we're looking at his stats right now. I don't see any other season that he played more than 90 games. Yeah. Um, which is sad because if you look at the numbers through those 90 games, you know, again, translating, you know, through or, uh, you know, looking at a whole season – I mean, he would have a, you know, pretty stellar career so far, you know, had he played all those games. Had he been able to stay healthy. But again, health is a skill. Right. So, he'll be playing, he'll, he's moving to shortstop. And we are probably be back in AAA in Oklahoma City. Moves um, uh, Marvin Gonzalez into a super utility role. Where he'll play all over the infield and outfield. Where he should be, I yeah. think, at this point. Yeah. Because he's he doesn't have a lot of power. Um, he doesn't hit for a high average, but he, he can make contact with the ball. He, he can, can make contact, base. and he can play, uh, you know, give guys a breather. Yeah. Um, how long do you think Lauer would be the shortstop? Uh, I think at least one year. And then, you know, Correa should be ready by the start of 2016. I think he'll, Correa will get a, you know, he'll probably get a small cup of coffee. Um, in September, for those not to know, a cup of coffee means a call up. Yeah, um, I think he'll he'll make a brief appearance in maybe September, um, and if he doesn't, then he'll be well on his way to you know vying for the starting job at the start of 2016. Uh, this guy's just he's too good right now uh, to worry about stuff like arbitration and and you know uh, that's easy to say when it's not your money. True, but I think he. Um, He's a better overall baseball player, I think, put together 
than a guy like George Springer, who everybody was clamoring because the guy, you know, crushed home runs um, and, you know, is a really athletic guy. But I think Correa seems like a more prototypical type of baseball player that you want, you know, on your team as, as soon as possible. Um, where uh, Springer, in my mind, Springer is like a, you know, once-in-a-generation athlete overall, I think. And I think that's where they, they differ. You think Springer is a better athlete than Korea? Have you seen Have you seen him do backflips in the outfield? I'm, this I've seen. I've seen. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. I've seen him do backflips in the outfield. That's, that's similar. Yeah, I think he is right now. I think he is. I mean, but Korea, I think, is the better overall baseball player. I'm just going to follow this simple rule. Your best athlete usually plays the most difficult positions, and that's shortstop. That's true. Yeah. But I, I haven't seen Craig do backflips in, in, at shortstop yet, so. Well, he won't be doing it. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's broken true. Broken leg, unfortunately. Uh, but back to Lowry. I think um, a, a year he'll be, uh, you know, full-time shortstop. God willing, he stays healthy. And by 2016, he could very well move over to third. Um, or your boy Matt Dominguez is going to be holding it down to third. Hey, your boy, your boy, he's holding it down until Rio yeah, Ruiz shows up. Yeah. So Rio Rio Ruiz or uh, Moran. Uh, Colin Moran show up. So your boy Dominguez, your boy. For now, he's my boy. You know, he's I I, I I'm still on the you know I'm on st- still on team uh, Matty D. So, uh, but I think by 2016 we'll see a Lowry shifting around. Uh, I think. If for some reason Singleton isn't panning out, maybe you'll see him play split time with Singleton or someone at first, uh, and then all, all you know, there's always the DH role that he can play, mm-hmm. especially um, you know, especially if this year, if you see Lowry gets hurt at any point, and you know you you but you like you still like him, you still want him on the team. I think. By 2016, you got someone like Correa who's ready to, you know, ascend and take, you know, take the reins. Um, Lowry, with his back, could very well be a DH full time. DH or play around the field because he yeah. played, and when he was with the Red Sox, he played second, third, even a little first base. But I think if, if you were to, if you needed a, a more permanent role for him, I, by 2016, I could see, I could see him as as a, a, a you know, full time DH. Uh, just because of you know all you know the, the infield will be pretty crowded uh, at that point, um, and by all accounts, Chris Carter will be gone. I just be, just that's just the way it looks like the way they shopped them around a little bit, and uh, uh, you know the, the his vote of confidence may not be there completely, even though he did it at thirty seven almost. Like your boy Matt Dominguez, your boy <laughs> possibly. So, how, well, how do you like? I mean, I, I, I'm kind of rambling hard all the time. Yeah, I like the signing. Um, gives them a proven bat uh, at shortstop. As far as defensively, Lowry will be a he'll be a average to a little bit above average. So he'll be able to handle himself with the glove and the bat. So it won't be a problem. As yeah, they just need to upgrade. They need to upgrade the entire left side of the infield. You and I have. Very differing agree, uh, <laughs> opinions about Matt Dominguez, but we both agree this is an upgrade from what they had before. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, the thing about Dominguez is that there is an upgrade, but he's still waiting in the wings because he 
he or they, they're not ready yet. And talking about Ruiz and Moran. Right. Okay. So, um, and you just got to live with what you got right now, I think, at this point. Exactly. So, great deciding. I gave it a B minus because, well, really, I think his history of, of injuries uh, and bad luck is the only thing that that prevented me from grading this a lot higher than I would have. I probably would have given it just a, I probably would have given it a full B plus um, because of the offensive upgrade um, and, and the the defense that he plays. You know, isn't it's. I don't want to say it's a full upgrade, but it's you know it's good. I think I think he plays good enough defense to uh, you know or his his bat makes up the rest. Uh, I gave it a B plus. Um, even given for injuries, the fact that he's so versatile and can play o- o- around the field, mm-hmm. and he pushes like I said Gonzalez to that super utility spot. That's really gonna open things up, give guys a breather, time off. Um, I really like. The, I, I just really like the signing. I think he'll do well on his second stint. Hopefully, he'll stay health, more healthy than he was before. Yeah, healthier than he was before. And you know, I, he was quoted as saying in his press conference that he likes hitting at Minute Maid Park. Mm-hmm. I mean, and again, by the numbers that we we saw that first year, you know, there's every indication that he's he's going to take advantage of this ballpark. If, if you know, again, as long as he stays healthy, mm-hmm. uh, and that's an exciting fingers uh, crossed. Yeah. That's an exciting uh, prospect. All right, Raymond, to our next signing. Yeah. Yes. Very impressive. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. <clears throat> so earlier this week, Melky Cabrera signed with the White Sox, three years. Uh, the official report is forty-two million dollars. Wow. Wow. That's all I got. Wow. That, that's. I mean, <laughs> hey kids, it, it pays to take. Performance-enhancing drugs. Whoa, 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 whoa! It does. Kids, stay off the drugs, please. Uh, unless you want to make forty-two million. Wow. You know. Um, and look, the, look, the he's opinions not the expressed by Anthony right now do not represent the quality in any way, shape, or form. Look, I mean, every everybody, wow. you know, everybody who's paid the price um, has still come out on top. I mean, even even Ryan Braun, who. You know, yeah, boy, it's been my boy because you know, yeah, boy, because I have him on my fantasy team, um, or I've had him on my fantasy team for the past few years, and you know, he was a big part of that team. Um, what happened last year, yeah, uh, boy? I think the drugs wore off. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Nelson Cruz, you know, another offender, just signed a big deal this this off season. Uh, it, it's just you know, what are you gonna do? I mean, it's not my money, so you want but. Um, it's just a clear indication that you can still be punished and still come out on top. Be punished and reap the rewards. Welcome to yeah. America. But drugs aside, or you know, you know, whatever, um, it's still a lot of money for for uh, what thirty year old. Yeah, thirty year old. The season starts. A thirty year old outfielder who doesn't possess a lot of power. Um, who brings a Career high in home runs, eighteen when he was with the Royals. Yeah, you know, um, you know, a guy who brings a an above average bat, but you know, below average power or average power, I guess you could say. Uh, that you know, what forty two? Right? That, that's a lot of money for that kind of bat. 
Um, and I like that year with the Royals, man. That was that 2011. That's one of those Paul Mol- Paul Molitor type years, man, where he, you know, double digit home runs, but less than or less than 20 home runs and over 100 RBI. No, that's runs. Runs. Oh, okay. No, 87 RBI that year. Well, that's still close enough. Those those the late those latter uh, Paul Molitor years. If you look at the end of his career on his baseball card. Okay, we say the White Sox are going all in. They're trying to win the division. They're this going year. all in, absolutely. And and this this is the time to do it. I mean, this team, this division uh, is much weaker than it's the White Sox were taking. Um, and they've added plenty of pitching, you could say, and they've got a quality bat. Um, How do you feel about his past, you know, suspensions, whatever? Mm-hmm. It's still a quality bat. He, he is capable of hitting. What over three hundred? Um, what is career two eighty eight hitter? Two eighty six. Two eighty six. Um, so you pretty much know what you're going to get from him for the most part. You're getting a bat because he's pretty bad in the outfield. He's like one of the worst ranked uh, left fielders, I believe, mm-hmm. in the league. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say to you? All right, right now, I remember what I was going to say. Right now, who would you take, White Sox or Tigers? Ooh, wow. Um, yeah. The fact that you have to think about it tells me all I need to know about the Tigers. Well, I don't know, because Scherzer... Scherzer as they're constructed right now. Without Scherzer? So that, include, that does not include Scherzer. That does not include Scherzer. Um, yeah. Might have to go with the White Sox. They've, they've improved the bullpen, which was a huge problem. The worst non-astro bullpen in the league last year, huge problem for Detroit. I mean, they had Chicago. A, no, for and Detroit. Joe Nathan was pretty shaky last year. Oh, okay. um, and then that's what I'm saying because Chicago has improved their bullpen. They, they, you know, signed a, a, a for better luck words, words top notch. I guess closer the closer uh, Robertson. Yeah, um, they've added a uh, a right-handed power arm. To Samarja, yeah, you know, to to pair up with left-handed Sale, um, Sale Quintana. I feel like there's another pitcher we're forgetting there. Yeah, uh, and then um, they they've added a a, a bat that's going to hit for average uh, to go along and score some runs, uh, and to go along with your reigning uh, rookie of the year and Jose Abreu. Mm-hmm. Um, You've also got uh, Gordon Beckham, who's got a little pop in his bat at times. Uh, Tyler Flowers. You just know what the team. Answer the question, man. Answer the question. That's the White Sox. White Sox, okay. Yeah. yeah. At this, at, right now, at this until we know uh, what's right. going on with Scherzer, White Sox. Which I can't believe I'm saying. Wow. Wow. What about you? I really have to think about this one, and I think I give the slight edge to the Tigers. Well, that offense still, I mean, that offense, and I feel I just feel I might be a little too, you know, have too much invested in that because uh, he's on my fantasy team. But I feel uh, Justin Verlander bounce back here, mm-hmm. a full year. David Price, yeah, um, Ooh, even wow, get that's where is a picture that they picked up. That's a pretty good. Um, well, they lost Porcello. 
That's right. They traded away for so. And they gained Cespedes. They got Actually, that's a that's a pretty good one-two combination as well with Price and, and Verlander. And uh, Verlander is back to being, you know, yeah, Verlander but, of old. You know, to not go just against old Verlander. To go up against Sale and some Arjo. Interesting, interesting. Um, but I guess right now I would go with you know, a slight edge, like you said, a slight edge to the uh, to the Tigers. It's a white top. I'm sorry, I'm still hanging slight edge to the Tigers. Um, back what, to the Oakland. Okay. Yeah, no. So uh, you know, what did you? What do you think? I mean, what are your thoughts on the sign? Um, same thing as you. When I saw the sign, I thought it was over overpay. But I think we need to wrap our heads around the fact that there's more money in the game now. So these contracts that seem like overpaying aren't are just you know because of inflation. So it's not as bad as you think it is. Yeah, but I mean, it's still average because of, uh, you know more people are coming to the games and cable. The cable deals are getting bigger every year. I mean, I think was it the Rangers get like eighty million dollars from their cable deal every day, every year, oh, every day. Good uh, lord. Yeah, it's like, uh, <laughs> and the Dodgers make something like a, like a hundred million. Yeah, and it's like, well, all this extra money is in the game now, so maybe this isn't as this contract isn't as extreme as we think it is at first glance. Yeah, but I mean, that's still you know, it's still a lot of money for a guy who doesn't hit twenty home runs yeah. on a consistent basis. I mean, Melky Cabrera is <coughs> because it, it averages out to what fourteen million a year. Yeah, um, you math me. Some of our uh, what best Hollywood actors don't make fourteen million dollars a picture, you know. So Melky Cabrera, you know, that's kind of weird. It's just weird looking or thinking that he's making that kind of money. But um, no, I agree. You know, there's like I said, plenty. You know, plenty more to go around with these TV deals. Um, and, and we shouldn't. We still like we've said in the past. We shouldn't be surprised by these you know inflated contracts. Um, it ain't tricking if you can get it. Right. We, I mean, we shouldn't be surprised, but I think we still do. Yeah. You know, we're only human, and uh, we we still have those same reactions. Very much. Um, what, what did you grade this? this uh, I, grade, I gave it a C plus. It's again, it's just a lot of money you're paying a guy that isn't a constant home run, a consistent home run threat. Excuse me. And honestly, what happens if he gets popped again for PE? <laughs> So I think it's a little bit of overpay, and I feel like you know I always feel like the back end of these contracts they're gonna be trying to get get out of it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I pay fourteen million dollars a year for a guy who at that time maybe only hitting like two sixty, possibly, possibly. Um, and if I I can't remember that I, this may I may be mistaken, but I think Chicago's uh, baseball park I think it's a pitcher's park. U.S. Cellular, yeah, yeah. U.S. Cellular. I think it's a pitcher's park. I'm not hundred percent sure. So if that you know, he already doesn't have power, that saps a little bit of it. Who knows what he's gonna do? Just have to rely on, on making plenty of contact. Yeah. Uh, I give it a and again, like I said, below average def- below average defensively, yeah. that helps too. That hurts too. <laughs> helps the other team, doesn't help <laughs> the uh, White Sox. Yeah. Uh, I gave it a, a B a B. You know, I I do like his bat. You know, he's he does make a lot of contact, um, and really, I mean, he's an upgrade over whoever's in their outfield right at this point. I mean, you can uh, with, with uh, offensively. I mean, you can 
can't even name two other people in the outfield. Can't I really even. can't. Because he just took the place of Diane Viciato. I can't name um, Adam Eaton. Well, he's center field. Well, he's still in the outfield. Oh, yeah. I said name two guys. That's one. That's it. That's, that's all it. That's all we got. Well, we're going to literally go to Chicago's team to see who's on the rest of the rest of the season. But Eaton, Cabrera, Abreu, that's, you know, it's a nice, what, probably one, two, three in your order. That's probably, yeah, Cabrera will probably sit uh, in the two-hole um, in the lineup this, this coming season. I think that's where he's hit most of his career. Who, Cabrera? Yeah. I agree. All right, ready to move on? Sure. All right, next one up. The Yanks side, my boy, my boy, <laughs> Chase Henley to a four-year, $52 million deal. Um, again, a lot of money, but, it, you know, we, we know, you know, we already know what's going on. So, um, it's an interesting sign. I'll buy some. Well... You're basically paying for defense at this point. That's a lot of money for just defense. You really think so? Yeah. We, I would say we always do this with hitters when they're hitting Coors Field. We say that ballpark always helps them. Why don't we ever say the same thing about Petco Park? Because we know that's where power and you know average all that stuff goes to die. He had two outstanding years at Pepco Park in 2011, 2012, and then he, he kind of sh- straight away, and now he'll be playing next four years, hopefully in Yankee Stadium. Um, well, I only see one really good year. I'm sorry, I'm looking at bad average. Yeah. So bad average. <laughs> all right, one really good year, 2012. Sorry. One really good year. Um. If he goes and hits 260 with 15 home runs and play excellent defense in third in Yankee Stadium, they'll take that compared to what they have at third base. Yeah, but that's still you know. Okay, you know it's it's an exorbitant uh, premium, I guess that they're paying for that. But um, I don't know. He just he just seems it just seems like at this point you you are just paying for defense. Um, Unless he can turn it around or you know get back on track, uh, and then again, when, always, it came, when it came to third base, what else was out there? Oh, you know, there's really nothing out there, obviously. But um, but you know, you also have to take into account the uh, the Alex Rodriguez factor. You know, well, until until they just cut ties with this guy completely until they get rid of this guy. And pay him he's, off like $62 million. Right. He's going to be there, and he's going to be a distraction. Yes. Well, uh, G- the GM Cashman came out, I think it, uh, it'll be yesterday by the time you guys hear this, and said that he's only going to be DH. Uh, Rodriguez would just be the DH now. And what a, I don't have high hopes for him being a good DH. I mean, spent the year out of baseball. He'll be 40 years old. Coming off of injuries from not last season, but the season before. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's but yeah, again, it's it's just going to be a distraction, um, and he's going to be right in the middle of it. He's he uh, he's currently, I would say, in an unenviable position. 
because he's going to be compare. He's going to get comparisons, um, and it's just there's going to be a lot of pressure on him, you know, to to ensure that he keeps his spot in the in, not in the lineup, but you know, on the field, on the field. Because I don't think you know you want to pay him that much to be a to be a DH because you're already paying another DH. That's not ridiculous amount of money. Oh, you're talking about Haley? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about um, A-Rod. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I admit, that is a lot of money. But still, if he hit 260, 265 and gave you 20 home runs, you take that. And excellent defense? Well, I think anything, any 20 or more home runs for any player, I think, is worth um, – is, is a start. It is a starting point for justifying – these types of deals, um, you know, if he can hit twenty home runs, that's fine. Uh, because there are, like you said, there aren't a lot of third basemen that hit for that kind of power. Um, and it's it's sad that we're talking about, you know, third base. You know, the likes of Mike Schmidt, um, Chipper Jones, Chipper Jones, and we're we're in twenty fourteen, and we're having this discussion that, you know, if you just get to twenty home runs, man, that's awesome. Like. You're a fantastic third base. Well, that's the area that we're in, we're in. Anyway. Yeah, and it's just not it's not just the PEDs been put the game. It's also the um, what they call the greenies, the yep. pep pills to get you up for game after game. Now that they're gone, the yeah, amphetamines. Guys are slowing down, man. Playing like goat guys should really should be playing. Not like little monkeys jumping up and down, <laughs> ready to sling a battery every five seconds. So yeah. we are in the pitching games now, pitching dominant. Uh, what did you grade this? I gave it a C plus. You hate him, my boy. Uh, my boy! You know, he's... Um, We're going to make a bet on Chase Hadley versus Matt Dominguez this year, aren't we? If you want to. I mean, I mean they're, they're different ball players, I guess, but... No, you, no, I hear the wavering in your voice. Are you, are you wasn't out. You know what? No, I will. I'll man up, and I'll we'll make that bet when when it comes when it comes time. Okay. Um, but I gave it a C plus because of the defense. I mean, really. Again, this deal was made. It looks like only for you. So mostly for defense. Just looking at his defensive statistics, mm-hmm. you know, he is a wizard with the glove at third base. Um, and you know, if if there was a clear indication that his power numbers would or will surge uh, for the past two years, then this great obviously the grade goes up. But uh, at this point, I really couldn't go any higher than a C plus. I'm going to B plus, but because of everything you said, plus the fact that it keeps out Alex Rodriguez decaying carcass from playing third base. <laughs> Did you forget about that? Uh, God, I. I, I I have to imagine by now he's just a stone statue. Balls just roll past him. He can't field at all. And it's sad because he was one of the greatest defensive shortstops of our time. Well, he's 40 years old as well. I mean, it's not just the the drugs and the, the year off. I mean, anybody at 40 years old. Barry Larkin, Barry, you know, got by at the end of his career. Ozzie Smith, the same way. You know, um, which one would you enjoy seeing more? Alex Rodriguez... In the middle of July, hitting 220, 
with two home runs, or Alex Rodriguez hitting three fifteen with eighteen jacks. Yeah, the same player, but yeah, I mean, which one would you enjoy seeing more? Obviously, the eighteen jacks. I want him to like be that guy, and he's like you know doing the old wrestling heel move where he comes to his dugout after a home run on the road, and he's cupping his hands to his, to his head, hearing the boos. And as he's running around the bases, he's like doing the uh, the fake needle to the arm. I want him to be like the full bad guy, like the villain. He just needs to embrace it. I want him to be like the Stephanie McMahon Triple H guy. Just be, just be the villain, the black hat, the black hat. Be the heel. Just embrace <laughs> the hate. Embrace it. I think Barry Bonds did a pretty good job of that. That's true. He should go on. Well, yeah, go Barry, Barry Bonds. Bonds. Just shave your head bald. <laughs> and just hate everybody. Worked for him. Except when it came to the Hall of Fame. Still. Yeah. Um, next one. I feel like the next three we're going to do are going to be real quick hit. Uh, Michael Moore signed with the... Oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Michael, I'm going to say that. I missed something? I thought we did, but... Oh, sorry. Um, why am I sorry? You're messed up. Uh, Michael Moore signed with the Miami Marlins. Two years, $16 million. Um... Two years, sixteen million. That's not a bad deal. I like it. You know, he's going to like. He's going to play first base. Oh, he is. He should. They don't have anybody first, and he can't play outfield. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I was about to say he can't. <laughs> no, he, he can't. Play he can't outfield. play outfield. Um. It, because it looks like they weren't going to sign resign Garrett Jones, who was their outfield, their first baseman this year. Um. Who drove in a ton of runs and only hit like three home runs? It was crazy. Um, it was him and the who what was the guy on third base who did that too? I can't remember. Uh, for the Mar, jeez, um, McGee. That's right. Yeah, Corey McGee. Can I remember he hit the, his second home run or second or third home run against the Astros in like <laughs> like not August but July. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, I mean, Morse can bring some more pop to the to the first base. Um, I mean, he's, okay, he's playing at first. I, I like this more than I did because I thought they were going to stick him out in the outfield. Talk about another statue out there. Yeah, yeah. No, there's no way they could do that. Um, I think it's a good sign. I think, you know, he's... Again, as long as he stays healthy, because he's had some trouble with, with staying healthy mm-hmm. in the past. Um, major upgrade offensively uh, at this point. And bringing some veteran leadership, a guy who just played in the World Series, uh, who can bring a winning attitude. Right. Who can bring a winning attitude, te- essentially, technically, to uh, a very young team that... You know, has a guy that in Mike St- or Jim Collins Stanton, <laughs> who everybody wants to be, you know, a leader who will have no problem leading, you know, his team to multiple, you know, titles. The guy that everybody wants to take that next step and be elite. Yeah, absolutely. Which I think he's on it. He'll be there next year. I'm, I'm going on record. Stanton's uh, next year. Stanton gets the MVP. Ooh, early prediction. Early prediction. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I mean, you're beating a, a lot of people to the punch who, you know, probably kicking themselves in. 
<laughs> as I listened uh, to us uh, yeah. um, I agree with what you said. As long as he's playing first base, yeah. <laughs> Man, I was worried. He played left field, that they are screwed. Jared Coles are might go and punch him in the face if he, if he misplays the ball in left field. Um, that's all I gotta say. Uh, I want to do this quick. Great. I gave it a B minus. B minus as well. And can we now say that uh, Miami is favored to finish second in the NL East and maybe a wild card spot? Possibly that last wild card spot? As far as the NL East, I agree with you because I think we both agree that they're much better than the um, Phillies and the the Braves. The pit, the the Mets pitching is much better, but like we said, they have no offense. They have no offense. I mean, when you're signing Michael Lucadier to a two-year deal, I can't believe your offense. <laughs> and I believe they're still paying uh, Curtis Granderson to play center yeah. field. So second, yes, I, I agree with you. Chase a wild card. I mean, with the upgrades that they made, plus again, um, Jose uh, Fernandez back. Yeah. I can see the. I can very well see them getting, getting that, that second spot. that second wild card. Yeah, I agree. Cool, cool. Uh, good for good for the for that team. Good for the citizens of Miami. Yeah. Uh, moving on to our next one, uh, Brett Anderson signed with the Dodgers, one year, ten million dollars. Very disappointing because I want the Astros to you know do the same. As, Maybe as not that much. So I think I said one year, like seven million or one year, five million, something around that. Heavily in, or incentivated, yeah. uh, depending on innings pitch. <coughs> um, I gave it a B because same here because he's young, he's still like what twenty six. Check. He'll be da, 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 da. he'll be twenty seven when the season starts. 27, uh, when he's when he's healthy, keeps the ERA low. Um, That's the problem. When healthy, hasn't been healthy since 2010. Yeah. That's the last time he pitched over 100 innings. Since then, 83, 35, uh, 44, and last year, 43. Well, at least he'll have a fresh arm, hopefully. <laughs> Um, right now, fan grab. Steamer predicts him to only pitch 96 innings. Wow. <laughs> um, but if he if he has, you know, he's got upside in, in the fact that, you know, he's no longer viewed as a number one starter. And he's no longer going, and he's not going to a team where he's going to be anywhere near number one <laughs> starter status. God, he's fifth, isn't he? You're looking at, at best fifth starter. And that's not a bad place to be for a guy who... Had a lot of expectations coming into his career um, to be the anchor of, of those, you know, athletics rotations of the mid two thousand, mid to late two thousands. Um, and it'll it, again, it'll take a lot of pressure off of him, especially pitching in Dodger Stadium was one of the best. Uh, what I'm looking for. Uh, pitcher friendly park parks sure. in the league, so definitely. that definitely helped. Uh, we both came to be right, so yes. don't like that one. All right, moving on to the next one. Although we are disappointed that the Astros did not get it, <laughs> the Kansas City Royals signed outfielder Alex Rios to a one year, eleven million dollar deal. What'd you give this? What'd you grade this? D. I give it a D plus. <laughs> uh, just barely. Um, I don't, I don't know why they're spending $11 million on a guy who uh, is old. Um, <laughs> He'll be 34 to start the season. Yeah, and is 
been injured the past, what, two years? Um, last year, you, let me see, 2000, yeah, just last year, 2013, you played 156 games. But the decline started then? It, it, it already, it started in 2013. This guy, for me, the only the issue I have with he's every other year. Mm-hmm. And it's been that way since he was oh, with the yeah. Blue Jays. Um, he's, we said this before with the, I know I said it before with the, uh, who was it? The, <coughs> not Billy Butler, but, uh, oh God, the guy that just signed, Kendrick Morales. Um, they made the World Series with, by doing two things. Defense and put the ball in play. <laughs> Alex Rios no longer does either one of yep. those things. I don't uh, understand. It's, I feel like those, have, it's obviously a panic move. They it's like they have money in their pockets, but not enough to go after the good, the guy the good guys. And my thinking is, if you have money like this, then you should be the guys going after Brett Anderson. But maybe they try, but we don't know. Well, heck, I mean, if that's or, or case, save the money, or or try and resize shields. I mean, if you're gonna, like you said, if you have that kind of money to spend, might as well shore up, you know, the thing, you know, the, the areas that that win championships, and that's pitching. Yes, and let's be honest, you guys, the Royals, I'm talking directly to front of you guys made money. <laughs> last year, from me all run, making that run all the way to the World Series, you made ac- excess money. You can use that and set that aside and give it to James Shields. Yeah, give him what five years, ninety million dollars, something. Five years, eighty-five. See if you get a little bit of a hold. Wow, he's, he's what? He's already thirty-three. That's a lot. That's a lot of years. We've talked. We've we've had again. We've discussion. we've talked about. The discussion about pitcher getting pitchers too many years, but that's what it's going to take to sign this guy. Do you yeah. think you're going to get him for two years, twenty five million? I know. I think you get him for three years and uh, probably fifty five million. I guarantee this. With Shield signs, you're going to yeah. send me a text message that goes, "He got that." I guarantee it. Yeah. I mean, you know, as much as I, I don't want it to be. Um, you know, it, it'll be five years at least. Yeah, it'll be uh, something like I said, five years, ninety million. Yeah, something like that. We both disagree with it, but that's beside the point. But back to the Royals. You're spending money. You've got money to burn and money burning on the wrong people. Between this and the Kendrick Morales contract, uh, it seems like they're going to be hovering around five hundred again. I'm sad to say that. And you might mean, why not give the guys that contributed? You know, full time chance. I mean, I think Jared Dyson, Gerard, or Jared, Jared Dyson, Gerard Dyson, Jared. who you know was uh, your go to guy late in the game for for steals. Look, I mean, give him a chance to to fully play, I mean, to, to fully develop and, and prove himself that he can you know handle a full game, uh, and that speed becomes even more valuable because he he can do it the whole game. He All can the make plays on the and on the outfield, right? Yeah, I agree. I'm with you wholeheartedly. And then use the million and go get you know another pitcher or a couple of bench players or something. Just don't do what you're doing. Just not Alex Rios. I'm sorry, Matt. Matt, our <laughs> friend, he is from KC, and I I like to imagine he's pulling his hair out of these trades and screaming, <laughs> "What in the blank are we doing?" You need to ask him. I, 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 I will this week. All for right. Sure. Uh, 
want to go to our last egg. All right. So the big trade between the San Diego Padres, Tampa Bay Rays, and the Washington Nationals. Ready for all the moves? How many players are involved? Uh, eight, eleven. Nine, ten, yeah, eleven. Okay, so the trade Padres get outfielder Will Myers, catcher Ryan Hannigan, pitcher Dorado Reyes, and pitcher Jose Castillo. The Rays are getting catcher Rene Rivera, pitcher Birch Smith, first baseman Jake Bowers, outfielder Steven Souza, and pitcher Travis Ott. Nationals are getting pitcher Joe Ross and shortstop Treya Turner. Where would you like to start? Aside from Will Myers, Steven Souza or Souza is the only player I've seen that I recognize just because I think I saw him on a, on the free agent list in fantasy baseball. Yes, he's a highly childhood prospect. Um, Originally from the Nationals getting traded to the Rays. The Nationals had no use for them because no use for him because their outfield is locked up. Oh yeah. Um I like deals like this just because there's a lot of moving parts. Um, moving and shaking. And as much as he struggled last year, and as much of a, as much of a disadvantage he'll be now, more so than last year because he's going to Petco, I like the idea of another fresh start for Will Myers. Um, pairing him with Matt Kemp in a lineup. Uh, with his his power potential, can't talk about power potential on Safeco though. Yeah, I know it's tough. But when looking at his power, when looking at the power potential, pairing him with Matt Kemp um, is interesting. It's 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 got me interested in this lineup all of the, all of the sudden. Uh, so I like the deal. I think it was a good move for San Diego uh, to. Get a guy who's major league ready, essentially, um, and you know, bring him to the West Coast. See what he can do there. So you like this trade for the Padres? I do. Sorry, yeah. Um, and they got three other players out of it. We're going to talk about good players and players and amount of players. Now I'm going with the Tampa Bay Rays. Like Steven Souza is supposed to be. <clears throat> Not a superstar, but a star in the making. Uh, from all reports I've heard, I've read, that he might even be better than Will Myers. I mean, to be Tampa Bay, you get the Sousa, you get the extra, you get the six years of control, which mm-hmm. is more than them as a small market team. Yep. For a guy, I've seen, I've read whispers that uh, the um, sorry, the Rays kind of soured on last year. Mm-hmm. So you get what they see to be a better player in the future, who you can, you know, who is under cost control for longer. Yep. Um, and really, you don't really give up that much. Everything you gave, you gave up, you give right back. I mean, the two pitchers that the Rays sent to the Padres, the Rays got one back from the Padres and one from the Nationals. I mean, I would really like to trade for the Rays. Although, man, I feel like the Rays are going to just spinning the wheels out. <laughs> Uh, it seems like like that for since since that World Series run, um, they they broke up all that pitching and it just has not been the same really. I mean, if you really think about it, that was an incredible 
uh, rotation. Was it two or three years ago? I mean, you had... And there was no one over the age of 30. Yeah. I mean, Shields, Price, uh, Moore, Hellickson. When Hellickson was... Was Hellickson was good? Right. When he was the rookie of the year, Hellickson. Um, and I think, I think there was someone else in that rotation as well. I'm going to go find that rotation for the Rays. What year was that? Do you remember? That was like 2011 and 12, I want to say. Yeah, but ever since then, they just, uh, yeah, have just been falling apart, really. And they, as exciting as it was to to get Will Myers when they did, they still never truly upgraded that offense. It was just Evan Longoria and Ben Zobrist, ben Zobrist and the rest of the team, oh. which is, you know, pretty, pretty sad. 11 to 12 for the Rays. Let's see. James Shield, David Price, Jeremy Hellickson, Matt Moore, Alex Cobb, Jeff uh, Neiman, Wade Davis. Those are the seven pitchers that made the most starts. Mm-hmm. ERA. No one's ERA was higher than 390. Pitching in the AO East when it was the AO Beast back then. Yeah. And, you know, now you've got – your holdovers are, you know, Moore, who was injured last year. Cobb, who had a good year. Uh, Hellickson, who was injured and bounced, came back. And uh, Chris Archer, who is still progressing. So it's – I mean, it's still an interesting rotation, but it's nowhere near, you know, the, the quality that it was, you know, two years ago with Shields and Price. Uh, leading the charge. That's where it's fun just to get on fan graphs and play around. <laughs> Ridiculous. Okay, I might be here for too long. Um, so, you want to grade the trade? I mean, you're high on the Padres. Yeah, I'll give it a... I'll give it a B minus, though. For, for everybody involved? Or to, you got to go with two teams, man. Yeah, for the Padres. Because right, so, you said the Padres. All right, so you're getting the Padres a what? A B minus. Uh, I agree. So, we'll B minus. Raise. Um, I've got to go with a B based on what you said about Sousa. I'm going, uh, I'm going E minus. I, I feel like whenever the Rays do something, it's a smart move, mm-hmm. even though they lost Andrew Freeman. And for the Nationals, can we just put incomplete because we don't know either one of these guys? Yeah. yeah. I, I saw Ross and I thought Tyson, but then I thought it was Joe. That's actually his brother. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> That doesn't help this grade, but okay, it's an interesting fact. The more you know. <laughs> All right, anything else? No, that's that's it. I mean, um, man, if Shields or Scherzer signs tomorrow, like 15 minutes after I put this off, I am going to be upset because that's what happened on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. Um, so what's what are we doing next? Baseball. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. so, uh, it seems like uh, it seems like it's baseball until. Um, until we know. Let's see. So, let's wait. We're going to put this out tomorrow. It's Thursday. Uh, Friday, I'll have my Rockets call them out. Um, you're doing a call now. Would you like to tell the people what it's about? Or are you uh, going to wait? I'm going to keep that under wraps. Under wraps? Right yeah. Okay. Still work. Just just getting started with it. So, we'll, uh, it'll, it'll be worth it, though. Okay. It'll be worth the wait. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, <laughs> well worth the wait. I've already... I've seen part of it. It's... It, 
when you read this, make sure you have like a couple hours to spend. <laughs> it, looks, it looks long, people. Um, I think uh, we'll start looking at the playoffs for football. That's coming up in what two weeks? Yes. Uh, and you know what? We need to. In the same vein of uh, our Thanksgiving pod, we need to do a Christmas pod, so we need to talk about Christmas traditions and stuff. I think we uh, we could even invite some folks. We can do like a round table. I think that'll that'll kick it up a little bit, you know, kick it up a notch. Kick it up a notch, as people like to say. Uh, yeah. Some ideas, uh, so be on the lookout for that. Yeah, we'll just kick around some ideas. Definitely, definitely. It's, it's going to be fun. Uh, this... We're gonna we're finishing out 2014 um, with a bang, I think. Um, like I said in, in an email to the gang, to, well, to the Quincy and some of our future contributors, our other her other our other ed- editor Delilah and our producer of Nothing Seen Ralph. Yeah, I mean, you know, once they fully jump on board. Um, well, Delilah, she told me she has a column. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so we'll work on that. Um, I, this past weekend, I. I drank way more than enough <coughs> to hold me over uh, for the rest of 2014. Drank and, enough to kill a small Chinese family. And uh, into 2015. So, uh, I'm, you know, I had my fun this past weekend with Christmas parties and whatnot. Uh, so, my head is clear. I've, I've got this renewed sense of uh, commitment and, and uh, excitement for this, this podcast and uh, all of our other projects that we're working on with the, with with this. Real, real quick, for those of you who are going to your Christmas, your company Christmas party, always remember this golden rule: always drink less than your boss does. I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if there's an open bar, you watch your boss and drink less than he does. Yeah, well, that's my that's my rule. That open bar is. My other my other rule is just stay home and get liquored up, yeah. <laughs> safety and comfort in your own house. Well, but that's for that's a that's for another day, correct? That's after the holidays. But um, yeah, um, so yeah, there's there's a lot on you know uh, there's a lot coming up. Yeah. So uh, be on the lookout. Like I said, thank you and, for uh, our 14 followers. Hopefully, when this will come up, we'll be up to 60. Who knows? We're we're excited though. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, hopefully you'll spread the word. And uh, like as always, we appreciate all the love and support. Very much so. All right. For Anthony, the Quincy. Later, babies.